This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 068, Standing in the Rain. What's that song all about? Standing in the Rain is the 10th track from Out of the Blue. First song on side 3. Rumor is that the thunderstorm effects were recorded by Jeff Lynne outside of the chalet where he wrote the album. At the 1 minute 7 second mark, the strings play E, L, O in Morse code. In the liner notes for the Japanese release of the album, Bev Bevan wrote, Quite complex timing in this in some parts, and probably the hardest song for us to learn. In the Face the Music fanzine issue number 7 from 1990, Andrew Whiteside wrote, It's a brilliant showcase of ELO's symbiotic marriage of rock instrumentation and a real-life thunderstorm, and sets the tone for the whole side. In the March 30th, 2016 issue of The Guardian, Mark Beaumont wrote, Standing in the Rain is doing its damnedest to be Beethoven, rushing through a recital in a thunderstorm. The song was covered by Electric Light Orchestra Part 2 in 1997 and Paul McNulty in 1999. It was sampled by M.E.D. featuring Diamond D. and Poke in 2005 for their song Pressure. And Sir O.J. featuring Jiggy G. used it for Widge Zindar in 2010. (gasps) It's raining again. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. This is such a freaking cool song. Talking thunder and, and the music in, in it. It's the, I, the way things just explode. I love the thunder, the big thunder sounds. I, would, I love it when I hear that kind of thunder. I have no complaints about this song. I loved it ever since I first heard it. In a way, it's sort of fire on high-ish. It has all these different parts that make up the song. It's not just verse, verse, chorus, verse, guitar, solo, bridge, verse, chorus, chorus, chorus. There are whole different parts that are like different little mini songs that are stitched together through it, and they're stitched together really good in ways that make sense. Unlike Prince's Bat Dance, which sure I liked, but I I still today I'm confused about the flow of the song. I love Standing in the Rain. Great way to start a side three of an album. Has thunder, has some good strings at the beginning, and then at one point he's going rain, 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 rain. And then starts getting good again, Mm -hmm. and then comes in with some of the most banal lyrics I've heard (laughs) in a long time about standing in the rain and getting soaking wet. 
Can't seem to figure out what he's going to do with the song. Keeps going everywhere. For me, it just sounded chaotic. It didn't sound like anything fit together mm-hmm. whatsoever. And then suddenly it's over and <laughs> I'm relieved. <laughs> yeah, I can give you that the lyrics are pretty simple. He's, yeah, he's just standing in the rain. He's getting wet. And it's raining a lot. It's coming down in cats and dogs. Get out of the damn rain. That's <laughs> Well, <sighs> who knows? Maybe that's where Led Zeppelin got the idea for Fool in the Rain. Just listening to Jeff singing about standing in the rain and just quit being a but fool. But Fool in the, the rain. rain is so much of a better song than you know, this. You know, as much as I do love standing in the rain, I do think Fool in the Rain I, is, I like that much better. Now I will stand in the rain on the uh, there's more vocoderies in this that I have not been able to understand for the last 35 years. The Talking Thunder, which when I first heard it, I thought, oh, that's so cool. For the last 35 years, up until last week when I looked into the song, I thought he was saying Porcella 400 years ago and then trailing off. I knew that wasn't right. I didn't know what was going on. Maybe he's like setting up the theme for this side. Maybe Porcella is a guy living 400 years ago and this is going to be his life during a rainy day. Maybe Porcello was a city someplace, and they were famous for a huge storm that hit the town back in 1577, and it was historical and noteworthy. But finally, all of that's wrong, as I knew. What he's saying is, and it should have been obvious, concerto for a rainy day, which makes a whole lot more sense than Porcello 400 years ago. Or Porcini 400 years ago, which would have just made it a mushroom. There there you go. A 400-year-old mushroom. Yes. As if mushrooms aren't disgusting enough. Now we're going to have to agree to disagree again. (laughs) Yeah, I could see where it's a concerto for a rainy day. And then the vocoderies at the end, it says something like, Big wheels keep on turning. It does not say, Proud Mary, keep on burning. (laughs) Oh. But yeah, it kind of introduces the next song coming up here. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's another vocoderies that I've always gotten wrong and that I've always known is wrong. To my ear, it always sounded like angel flying, angel flying, angel flying close to the ground. I've known that was wrong, but that's what it sounded like. And it didn't make any sense, of course, because it's not what he's saying at all. He's just saying a couple lines from the next song that Standing in the Rain fades into. So this song is also uh, something that is stuck to ELO that is not a nice thing to stick to a band. In concert, back for the tour for this album, that they just, they were Milli Vanillying to this song. That the tape was playing from the album and they were just up on the stage going through the motions. ELO, of course, says, no, 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 no. A promoter saw us use tapes for some things, which I can understand. When you're doing songs as complicated as this in the studio, you can't have the entire band replicate things like thunderclaps or vocodering. Right. Well, the vocoder you can do on stage, kind of. Oh, that's right. You could. I forgot about Peter Frampton. 30 years ago, whatever, I got the 1978 Wembley concert video. 
and it starts off with standing in the rain. And I'm thinking, this sounds a whole lot like the album track, even fading out. And then the next song started up, and you can hear the sound quality difference, that it sounds like a live band. It, what is sweet as the night is the next song. And it's clearly obvious that that is ELO playing live. So you're saying that just like on this album, they were going through the motions. <laughs> I guess you could say that, <laughs> yes. So yeah, I mean, I, I certainly don't want to diss my favorite band, but really, 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 really sounds way, 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 way too close to what we hear on the album. And I, w- I wouldn't knock them for using tapes for some sort of special effects. I read that Kiss used to do Beth live, and as far as I can remember, since it's the only Kiss song I like, uh, there were no hard rocking guitars and drums. And they probably didn't go on tour with an orchestra. Mm, Kiss did a good portion of their stuff live, but mm-hmm. then they did use tapes, but they did it for a reason. is because in certain times they would destroy their instruments. <laughs> as part of the show but they got it through their mind uh destroying instruments is expensive yes it is so they make sure when it came to destroying instruments they're destroying replicas so that's a lot of the times where they use the tapes to keep on going so you didn't hear the sound of a guitar going to pieces but you could still do it and it didn't have the expense of having even though i know they got all the money in the world well yeah but still you don't want to go destroying an expensive guitar constantly <sighs> so you no. build props but they were a prop band and i'm yeah and they're not that good singing wise anyway but that was theatrics yeah that can be forgiven but yeah i can when you've already got a band that can play at that level and then come on stage and mm-hmm. then you have a mimicking yeah that's rather upsetting because elo can play live they show it in the video they've been doing this for a very long time they can do it and you know there are other songs from out of the blue that they do live without heavy heavy tape assistance I mean, they do turn to stone live, and they do a great job of it. And that's got a lot of effects on it, on the recorded version. But they do it well live. I don't want to cheese off Jeff Lynn if this ever filters to him. Why they chose to heavily use tapes for Standing in the Rain, which he does live now, and it sounds live. I don't, I, you know, I don't know why they had to do that in 77, 78. That's all I got. That's all I got for this one, too. Okay. I said my piece. Got something to say about standing in the rain? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Today. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Standing in the rain! Waiting all along! I'm so tired! Uh, I wanna go home! If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. 
The only negative point to a brilliant career is that accusation by a promoter that ELO pantomimed to tapes at a concert performance. Jeff Lynn responds. There's never in the world that we could ever mime to anything. It's just impossible. That's what he was saying. And uh, all there is, is uh, there are tapes. He said, oh, I saw a tape recorder going. Of course, you know, everybody uses tapes like for big intros and stuff like that and to set the mood of a song. And then, but once we start playing, that's, that's us playing, you know. Jeff says it's virtually impossible to recreate some of the effects without occasional tapes. To get an effect on, on a particular type of synthesizer probably takes you four hours to set it up to get this sound. You couldn't do that every night, you know. And so you just switch in a tape and whatever it is, it'll come through the speakers along with us, which is every bit part of performing. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? The song first was creepy. And then it starts to get happy. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, assorted deli meets amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 069, Big Wheels. <laughs>